Welcome to Speak Your Peace Podcast. It's Big E. Uh, this is recording uh, July. Are we in July now? We're in July. July 17th. July 17th. Uh, it's a Speak Your Peace Podcast with Big E and SYP creator Scott. Scott, how are you? Hey, I'm doing well. Living the dream. Beautiful sunny day. For, it's Friday. Drinking some beer. It, it was not morning. sunny this morning when I went It was to not sunny this morning, but it sure turned out to be sunny. Uh, what are you drinking? Stella Artois. It's mom. Uh, second one in, so yeah, I got one more, and then we'll uh, we'll be good. It's gonna be a good pot. I'm excited. Yeah, the alcohol content in my Rolling Rock is not quite your, uh, not your, quite your Stella. Four point five, four and a half. It's pretty soft. It is pretty soft, but that's why you just have a bunch. So that's why, like, right? Because you 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 know spend twenty two dollars on fifteen cans, you can get you know five out easily, and then yeah. you know five over a weekend. Yeah. Are we, are we getting a sponsorship from Rolling Rock? I would love a sponsorship from Rolling Rock. I'd love a sponsorship from our, uh, Stella. I'd love a sponsorship from Heineken because when I was in Japan, we like just ate, drank Heineken, I should say, because they were essentially just giving it away. Not Sapporo. Sapporo is Japanese beer. No, it was uh, Heineken. Uh, this is a sidebar from what we're discussing, but Heineken was the main sponsor for the Rugby World Cup. So really? like they had... Um, Heineken, like Heineken stands, people wearing like Heineken backpacks that were selling the beer. Right. You could buy it in all the, like the food vendor stands, and I think it was I, I can't remember what it was exactly. I want to say the price was about five hundred yen for like a decent like glass of Heineken, and I want to say the exchange rate was like five bucks on that. To find out what that would cost. It costs six bucks right now. Yeah, six bucks right now for like a. Good side compared and compared to North America, what we spend here yeah. on our alcohol when we go to sport events is like a pretty good deal. Yeah. Um, Heineken's a pretty good beer too. Heineken is a pretty good beer, so it's almost like. Yeah. But I was with media and like I didn't know if you know doing yeah. that would be appropriate. Mm-hmm. Um, but Heineken, Stella, yeah. uh, Rolling Rock, um, my Fax beer that I like, which is a Danish beer, F A X E, eight percent, eight percent. Haven't had one of those in a while. Been trying to cut back my alcohol a bit. <laughs> From has it almost been a month now since the uh, NHL draft lottery? Yeah, I think it's been over a month. Now. Jesus Christ! Wow, quick. Um, especially during COVID. Why are we here? We're um, going to talk hockey. We are going to talk. We? we are going to talk hockey. Uh, I I've been trying to like push this baseball pod on you, even though I seem to be like the big baseball guy, and it's. I mean, we can run it. I just don't have the same knowledge you. That's all. Well, what, like we joked about before, there's only like really five, half a dozen teams anyways worth talking about in baseball. Yeah. And again, like I saw, Mike Trout, it has the like just as many people know about Mike Trout as they do Karis LeVert. So that's a bit of an issue. I don't even know who Karis LeVert is. Well, he plays for the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. No, uh, we're talking, ho- we're ho- talking hockey. Hockey today. The NHL returns... Three weeks? Two weeks? Two weeks from now. Two weeks to... Uh, August 1st. When this comes out. the first day of playing games. Exhibition games start July and the week In the, the weekly, like the Wednesday or Tuesday or whatever. Yeah. And then the Saturday, August 1st, is um, real game. Like games actually mean stuff. Is it a Saturday? It is a Saturday, August 1st. Because well, the holiday Monday here in Canada is on the Monday. And, as well as uh, Big 12 Football Media Day. So it's on uh, Monday, August 3rd, which will be... Uh, Attending virtually. How I got approved for that, I have no idea. I don't know how you do it. I, I am, that, that's a whole other podcast of just like why media outlets and why conferences yeah. are letting us cover stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, and yet, surprisingly, the NHL is not. And I don't think I've said one negative thing about Gary Bettman. Um, so the <laughs> not NH- on the record, at least. <laughs> I, I definitely on this pod, I have said some bad things about Bettman. Um, so the NHL playoffs are different. Not I don't know weird is the right right word, but they're different, different. this year. Unique. I think they're very unique. unique. Yeah. And they have twenty. We have twenty four teams participating more or less yeah. more or less in, yeah. in this postseason play yeah uh because the season has been off for Almost four months four months march 12th was yes the yeah. yeah uh and so we're getting back to hockey we have technically eight series uh, yep. of play in action yeah we have eight teams four in each conference which are partaking in round robin action uh, we're going to be doing previews, uh, some picks, and just talking a lot about players and what we're hoping for. Yeah. And even though this is actually really good for both you and I because mm-hmm. none of our teams are in this, so we have no like we have. We're not impartial. We're, we're not, not impartial. Like we are just being honest yeah. as to what we, we are, think. Yeah. So like, we are impartial. We're not being partial. Well, we're, well, yeah. what I'm like, we don't. We don't have a we don't have a side in this. None no, of us has of a, not, none yeah. of us has like you and I don't have a rooting interest, unless our picks are right. Like we don't have a rooting interest in any team that's in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, sure. Which, on on the flip side, kind of scary considering none of our teams are going to be playing until about December first. So like uh, we won't have yeah, a team we, to root for yeah. until December. Well, somebody doubts until December one. That's, yeah, that's scary. Um, so let's go. Let's review what's happening. So. In the Western Conference, because we're on the West Coast. Uh, you have the number one seed, St. Louis. You have number two, Colorado. Number three, Vegas. And number four, Dallas. Yeah, yeah. They are all going to be playing in that round, Robin. They're all going to play one another. Yeah. And then the series in the Western Conference is going to be Edmonton versus Chicago, 5 versus 12. Uh, the 6 versus 11 is Nashville versus Arizona. Yeah. Number 7 and 10 is Vancouver and Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And number 8 and 9 is Calgary, Winnipeg. Yeah. That's in the Western Conference. In the Eastern Conference, number one seed Boston, number two seed Tampa, number three seed Washington, number four seed Philadelphia. Your playoff series, you well, qualifiers, plans. Number five, Pittsburgh, plays number 12, Montreal. Number six, Carolina, plays number 11, New York Rangers. Uh, number seven, New York Islanders, play the Florida Panthers, Panthers. that are 10th. And the number eight, Toronto Maple Leafs, play the number nine, Columbus Blue Jackets. Which conference would you like to start with? Western Conference, Eastern Conference. West Coast is the best coast. So All we'll right. save them for last. All right. Uh, do we'll you want... save them for last, so we're going to go with the East first. Oh, we're going to start with the East first. Yeah. Do you want to discuss the round robin first of the pl- or the series, each series first? Let's do the series first. Okay. I think that's kind of what people are more interested in. That's definitely like in terms of like who's like who we think's in, who we think's out. I think that's going to be... Definitely the key for sure. I, that's gonna be like I I think that's what people have kind of forgotten is how good uh, the round robin at least in the Eastern Conference how good the round robin is gonna be between Tampa, oh, Boston, be. Washington, and if Philly. They, I think well again those teams they don't have to play at that playoff pace but I think they will anyways just because they know like it's this is important hockey like it's important to play and to be you know to be at the high pace because again the the intense games played by the teams in the play-in series will have. Those that's I believe the teams that win the playing series will have a huge advantage over the teams in the round robin, especially if the round robin games aren't as competitive. That I don't want to use all my material right here, but that I think it's going to be one of the biggest questions. And actually, what yeah. kind of hockey we're getting? Mm-hmm. 
not if the guys are in shape because they'll be like they'll, they'll be, be in shape. They'll, they'll be well, they'll be in shape and they've been training and they'll have game experience for oh, yeah. two weeks leading up to this. Yeah, um, it's the what, are we going to get playoff hockey? Because playoff hockey is much different than regular season hockey. I I have built my stats and my preparation for all this on the assumption that we are getting playoff hockey. Yeah, uh, which will be interesting to see how that goes and. Who that impacts and who that benefits and who that you know negatively impacts. So let's start with the first series then Pittsburgh and Montreal. Pittsburgh is the fifth seed. They were I don't know if I have it right here, but they were like five percentage point points percentage back of Philly. Yeah. So it was they close. so it was close. It was so close, that, yeah. but Philly gets to go to the round robin. Pittsburgh has to play Montreal, which is actually I think kind of better for Pittsburgh to a certain extent. Certain extent, yeah, for sure. Gives um, them like a a way to like again like big big key is like you know the pressure of the playing series versus the round robin where it's pretty relaxed, right? Yeah, so I think. Pittsburgh oh, I think the round no no the round robin I think will be intense. You think so? Yeah. Oh, that, I, think, I think so too. I just it there's the always a question mark. Will it be? Will it not be? Yeah. You just don't know. Right? So. so the season series. So the Penguins uh, had two wins. Montreal had one win. They only played three times. Uh, this is my. All, all this, well, not everything I'm saying is my take, but the MVPs I had for Pittsburgh of Getty Malkin. Of the year, for the year, yeah. For the year, yeah. yeah. 25 goals, 49 assists, 74 points. For Montreal, I had Carey Price, who, not quite the Carey Price of old, but still Carey Price. He's going to be a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Uh, Carey Price went 27, 25, and 6. He had a 909 save percentage and a 279 uh, goals against. Do you have any problems with those MVPs I created? Nothing at all, yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Special teams, Pittsburgh had about 20% power play this year. That's a good clip, actually. Good clip. 82% PK. Good special teams. Montreal was about 18% on the power play yep. while going 78.7% on the PK. Um, special teams will be in- I don't know if that will entirely decide this series, special teams. Honestly, I think this series, no matter how you look at it, I don't think Montreal really stands a chance. I think Pittsburgh's just too good, too deep, and they're just gonna they're gonna skate the the Habs in the ground. I think they're just a better team, stronger, faster, everybody. I think. The the X factor in this series, at least for Montreal, is Max Domi. If he's yep. gonna play, if he's healthy, because he's a type one uh, diabetic. Yep. So they've been holding him. He hasn't been practicing. Mm-hmm. They've been holding him out. Uh, just to be safe, but don't like they're almost treating him as if he is yeah. a, a COVID patient, and so yeah. kind of waiting now. If Crosby's anywhere near like he should play, he's going to he'll, he'll dominate, and he'll him and Malkin will put on a show. And I think it's it's my I mean my picks Pittsburgh in three games. Yeah, uh, I mean it depends. Like credit to Pittsburgh for how well they've been able to adjust and manage, yeah, and to figure it all out uh, this year. For sure. Uh, with the injuries and Mike Sullivan not getting a Jack Adams nomination, but still getting That's surprising, yeah. still still doing a wonderful job. He won the Jack Adams few years ago. Though. Yeah, he, he did. did. Yeah. So it's not. I mean, there were so yeah. many. Good, there were so many good coaches. So many. Yeah. Um, my dark horse star I have for Pittsburgh is uh, Tristan Jari. Hmm. You think he'll start over Murray? Potentially. Uh, this might be kind of a repeat of a few years ago when Murray was taking over for Flurry. Possibly, yeah. Uh, Jari's, we'll have to see what happens. Jari's been kind of filling in for Murray when Murray struggled. 
Um, I'm not, you know, he's had his struggles trying to get to an NHL, you know, level. Mm. But every goalie does, right? And that's the thing, you know, a lot of goalies take a few, few years to get them. So, right, so, and my dark horse star for Montreal, Nick Suzuki. Mm. 41 points and 30, 13 goals, 28 assists. Picks. Who are you picking? Uh, I got Pittsburgh in four. I think Montreal will steal one. Price will steal one from Montreal, but. Pittsburgh in three. I think the Penguins are too good, and they're they're going to be too good, and they're just going to beat the Habs in the ground. Because if Montreal's going to win this series, it's Price. They need Price to Price will it. steal. If, if he steals all three games, they'll win. Yeah. I, I just yeah. think Price will at least steal one. I don't think he will. I think pe- the Penguins' offense is too good, and they're too dynamic to uh, to get shut down three straight games. It's kind of amazing how they've been uh, able to be as good as uh, they have been without Kessel. Yeah, like they've still adjusted quite well. I don't. Well, I didn't. They, I didn't. They've I didn't, brought like, in some pieces, some some good guys, and they have a good. They have a good amount of depth, right? And I think that's really important with that. So. Well, the Brandon Tanoff contract, I didn't like. But the uh, Jake Gensel contract, uh, not not Gensel contract, but just Gensel himself, he like shows up in the playoffs. Like when he was going on their cup runs, like everybody was like, yeah. "Who the hell is this?" And he might do it again this year. Who the hell is this Gensel guy, and yeah. why is he doing as well as he is? And turns out he's actually a pretty good player. Pretty good player, yeah. Uh, so so we we Penguins are going to win the series, and they'll play. Uh, they, yeah, they'll they'll play probably um, Philly. I'm guessing. Possibly Philly. Yeah. Well, anyways, we'll get to the round robin but, later. I'm gonna. All right, and also from Montreal, uh, Carl Olsner not going to be playing for Montreal. Oh, really? Yeah, Carl Olsner not playing. Wow. Uh, yeah, next series. Next series. Who's the next series? Hurricanes Islanders. Oh, Hur- sorry, no, no, Hurricanes uh, Rangers. Hurricanes Rangers. That's one. Different New York. Yeah. Hurricanes Rangers. Uh, fun fact. Fun fact. Rangers won all four games between these two teams this year. Really? All four. All four. All four. Um, my MVP for Carolina, I put Alho. Sebastian Alho, okay. He had 38 goals, 28 assists, 66 points. He's a, he's a great player. I, he's so, to me, I, he's so much fun. I really love Carolina's forwards. Um, probably more than some people do, but... I like Carolina as a team. I do, t- I, I, yeah, Carolina's I, a team is good. Uh, and you can probably guess who my Rangers MVP was this okay, year. Panarin. Panarin, yeah, 95 points. Yeah. Um, what was that? Penalty kills. Carolina had an 84% penalty kill That's this year. High. 77% for the Rangers. Wow. Okay. Uh, power plays were relatively the same. The Rangers had about 30%. The, 20, the 20, Hurricanes 20, are a far better defensive team than the Rangers. Uh, Rangers, sorry, power play was not 30%. It was 23%. I'm getting my math fucked up. That's high. 23 point, uh, 22.9, so 23%. 22%. And then Carolina was at 22%. Sorry, I'm not a math guy. Uh, big oh. stats guy, but not a math guy. Um... I like the Rangers, even though I'm a big Rod Brendamore guy. Yeah. Um, I have the I have the Rangers towel with me back in Burnaby when I watched the Rangers playoff game. Um, I, I I I like the Rangers. They're they're I thought they would make the playoffs at the beginning of the year just in a regular format. Yeah. I just thought they had the team to do it. They they're kind they're both kind of similar teams. Where they have good yeah. for they have good forwards. Um, I think the Ra- the Hurricanes' defense is better. Though. The Hurricanes' de- defense is better, but the Rangers will have Adam Fox. Okay, yeah. And they'll have... Um, oh, I, I didn't write... 
I didn't, I didn't write him now. But they have, they have Adam Fox is my right like dark horse star for the Rangers these playoffs, right. um, who I think will be really good. The the interesting key note with the Rangers is who's going to be starting in goalie because they uh, David Quinn, who's the head coach of the Rangers. I don't know if he's verbally committed to anybody. I would think it's a three-horse race right now yeah, for who's yeah. going to start. Shesterkin, Lundqvist, and... Gorgiev. Gor- that's one, Gorgiev, yeah. Um, defenseman for the Rangers, um, Tony D'Angelo, Adam Fox. D'Angelo is the other one I'm thinking. Fox. So D'Angelo and Fox. Those are two big guys. Lindgren, uh, Le- Mar- Mark Stahl's there too. Le- uh, Libor. Brendan Smith, former what? too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Libor Hajek as well. Hajek, yeah. Well, it's funny because the Rangers traded one of their top defensemen to Tampa, Carolina. Was that is true? That is right? true. They, that they, they is, I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna go on the uh, on the McDonough thing. On no. the thing, but that's no. actually a, that's actually a good a good call right? too with that. Yeah. One. So Brady Shea got traded to the Hurricanes just before the deadline, which I think was a good move for both sides. Oh, a great move. Like I think Absolutely. the Hurricanes obviously got better at defense, and it was worth giving up a first round pick to get them. Hundred percent. Um, my uh, my dark horse star for Carolina, I have Warren Fogle. Okay. I got Fogle, who's got thirty points this year, but I think he can be a good physical. Like, he's a very much a contrasting forward yeah. to that first line of UC with uh you know Taravainen, and Aho. Oh yeah, Fogle's a good piece there. So sure. Fogle on the second line, left wing, he'll probably be a good physical presence. Who? Oh, totally. Yeah, I, I think Carol like like you said before. I like Carolina's forwards. And I think I'm, I'm the same as you. Yeah. Um. So my yeah with Carolina, I would just say that you know solid defense and score when they can. They got the forwards to score. They got good defense. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna take the Rangers in four. Oh. I'm gonna take the Rangers in four. I I'm I'm, kind. I want to pick Carolina because I like Carolina. I think Carolina's fun. Yeah. I think they're an exciting team. Yeah. But I got the Rangers towel. I've been to Mad. Obviously, they're not playing in Madison Square Garden. I love yeah. Madison Square Garden. I love that building so much. Yeah. I love the fans. I, I I have to go with the blue shirts. Wow. Okay. So to me, this series screams Hurricane Rangers. This screams to me. Um, will the offense of the Rangers win? Will the defense of the Hurricanes win? To me, the Rangers have one. They have one forward line. They have Zvanejad, Panarin, Bushnevich. Unre- I'm not saying they're bad. They're an unreal first line. Top five in the league. Hot take right there. Um, top five li- uh, first line in the league. Um, but they got to go up against Jacob Slavin and Dougie Hamilton, which to me is a also a top five defense pairing in the NHL. Slavin, I love Slavin. Sla- love. I'm, to me, my big matchup here is uh, Panarin versus Slavin. Yes. I think Slavin wins it. I think the Hurricanes win in four games. Um... I just think the offense of the Hurricanes is, you know, the one line on the, uh, on the Rangers versus two or three good lines on the Hurricanes. You got Trocek, you got Ajo, like you got two, I think, you know, quality centers right there. Hurricanes in four games. The other interesting thing I, I'm going to be excited to see, I'm not upset if the Rangers lose because I, I yeah. you'd like to see Carolina do well too. They're a fun team. The interesting thing I'm, I'm going to be looking forward to is if we'll see a Capo Caco breakout. Oh. If Ka- if this is what because yeah. Ka- Kako, he hasn't had a horrible season, but you know for his rookie year in the NHL, yeah. you probably he didn't really stand out. He didn't really stand out. You, I'm sure the Rangers, and if you ask any Rangers fans, they probably desired more out of him. Yeah, um, like, people expect well again pe- for the second you know being second overall. Yeah, like people expected more. But that's kind of my like also 
not to say that that's going to be what pushes the Rangers over. Right. The Rangers need good goaltending. Oh yeah. They they sure. they just need to have a, a good solid goalie goalie score when they can, and obviously with Carolina score when they can, but also you know their defense has to be good. Hmm. So. Sure. Next next series. Next series. Islanders Panthers. Arguably the boring, most boring, least watchable series out of all yeah, these. I'd say so. I, it's definitely up there. I think it, you know two smaller markets. To I will say the Islanders fan base and passion, especially when the Nassau Memorial Coliseum. Yeah. Like I would love, honestly, I would love to go to a game there and see that and just be a part of that. It'd be an absolute. Be an absolute zoo. It'd be ridiculous. Um, fun fact, another fun fact. Season series, Islanders won all three games against the Panthers this year. And you know what? My pick here, they're gonna win all three games here too. Ooh. They're gonna win. Yeah, I'm just gonna go straight to it. Islanders win three games. Um, I just think how they play, they're such. They play such a good trap, and the Panthers won't get anything going against them. Barzal and Lee and Brock Nelson will get their speed going. And they'll be flying, and Everlay as well. They'll be flying past the Panthers. Bobrovsky's good. Barkov's really good. Ekblad's still solid. Like it doesn't matter. The Islanders are going to be too good, and they're going to beat them in three games. My MVPs for this series, I put Barzell for the Islanders. I think it's their MVP. I think he's their most he valuable player. He's their number one center. Um, 100%. well, I think you can make an argument for Varlamov as well. Mm. Um, but I, I went Barzell, and again, another tough pick because he's a Seattle Thunderbird. You gotta go with him. So you gotta go with him. He got 60 points this year. Uh, my MVP for Florida this year I went with Huberto. Mostly, okay. be- mostly because of the fact, like obviously Florida, and SYP creator Keith has told me this, I don't know how many years now, where Keith has just said watch out for the Panthers. The Panthers, he's not saying, well that's a different thing. But the the Panthers, he's like they're not gonna win a cup, but they're gonna be good this year. And it's like I I don't I don't you tell me that I don't think so. The Florida Panthers, they you know haven't won a playoff series since 1996. Um, I don't I don't see it. I don't see it with Florida. Um, What's spe- your pick? I'm picking the Islanders in five. I think Florida will try and make a a a, a dent, yeah. but they they. For Florida to win and for Florida to be successful, you just gotta let Bobrovsky be himself. He's gotta stand on his head. He's gotta stand like just like the goal for Florida. And I and I don't know, Joe like Joel Quinville is obviously a much better coach than what this Florida team has showed us. Right. But Quinville just gotta say, you guys just have to score. Yep. Just go score. Sure. Let let Bobrovsky. Stop all the shots. Because it's not like the Islanders are a team that is an offensive... They're not a running a, team. They're no. not an offensive they're, lethal threat. Yeah. They're winning games 3-2, 2-1. They're not winning games... They're playing the trap, four, like you say. Four, three games. Like it's, yeah, sure. So it's with with that, I, I would say, Bobrovsky, you just go do your thing. We're paying you $10 million a year. Go stop pucks. Okay, he's not going to get, like... Bobrovsky's not going to get peppered with a whole, you know, more than much more than thirty shots a game. No. So go no. go make those saves. We'll go score for you and give you the support. I have the Islanders winning in five so games. Both have the Islanders. Okay. We both have the Islanders. Uh, do you want to talk about the final series in the Eastern? Let's do it. This one, this one's going to be. This is an interesting series. So 
we have the Toronto Maple Leafs and the Columbus Blue Jackets. This is hell of a series. This is going to be. It's going to go five games. It, I have it going five games. So do I. Yeah. But to give you an idea, so the season series was split one one. Columbus won in overtime when they beat the Leafs, but okay. the Leafs won in regulation. Okay. My MVP for Toronto this year, I have Frederick Anderson. Yes. Uh, Freddie gets hung out to dry way too often. Yeah. My MVP for Columbus, Zach Rowinski. Okay. Um, obviously, Columbus doesn't have a lot of star power on their team this year. Not on, but the, not on out front, but their defense is pretty good. Rowinski is my guy for their MVP. You can, uh, you can make an argument... Not really for either goalie, but I would listen to it. In Columbus? Yeah. Merzlikin, or Merz, how do you say his name? Elv- Elvis, Elvis, and, yeah, Elvis and Corpus Allo. You can make an, a, a bit of an argument, not a good one, but you can make an argument for either guy. Um, sure. Toronto's, I want I want to say these special teams numbers. Toronto's power play this year was 23%. 23. 23.1%. Top five in the league? Top five. Columbus's power play was 16.4% this year. Uh, PK, Toronto was at 77. Okay. And Columbus was at 81. Interesting. Okay. So, my dark horse star for the Leafs this year, for this series, this series, this series, series. Zach Hyman. Depth scoring. A, a a a fun player. I like Hyman. It's cool. too it's too bad. Like I enjoy watching Hyman. It's too bad he has to be on this Leafs team, which he doesn't get enough credit for because you have Matthews and Marner and Tavares and Nylander and Kapanen. It's kind of like Burroughs to the city in a way. In a way. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, I've heard Burroughs was an absolute dick, but not the well, point. Sucker. Uh, my dark horse star for Columbus. This isn't—he's not really a dark horse star, but I'm gonna say Corpusalo. Okay. So you think Corpusalo is gonna start? I would think so. Right. I would think if if health, like assuming both goalies are healthy and yeah. ready to go, I would yeah. say it's Corpusalo. Um, huh. they might go tor- You never know with Torch. Tor- Torch might, might go back and forth. He right? might go Same back thing. and forth. Yeah. yeah. Um, my my keys to success for this series—it's really funny. Toronto. I have just has to score more goals than Columbus. Yeah. That's their key yeah. to success is scoring more goals to Columbus, which uh, yeah. is quite obvious, and give Freddie some support. Yeah. Who's winning? Who's your pick? I have the Columbus Blue Jackets winning in five oh, games yeah. for th- three reasons. I'm gonna say okay. th- I'm gonna give three reasons why. Yeah. A. I don't feel comfortable putting my faith in the Maple Leafs. Okay. I don't with how this season has gone for yeah. them and the roller coaster. Because remember, before this, the out like before the season shut down. Yeah. They were in California. They lost all, all three games, games and they yeah. scored one goal. Or yep. t- My duck shut them out. They scored one goal against three of the worst the te- teams in the NHL. In the, yeah. shit in the NHL, and the Leafs are one of the few teams that actually benefited from this. Outbreak. Yeah. Actually, Even though Matthews got COVID, that's a different story. Um, my thing, my second thing. Yeah. Columbus plays much better playoff hockey than Toronto. Oh, Toronto yeah. is set up for a regular season, you know. Yeah. Flashy skill. You saw what happened finesse. last year with Tampa Bay. Right? They got swept. They got swept. So Col- swept. Columbus plays the better playoff hockey. Yeah. Uh, we've discussed this in some redrafts, but. 
Boone Jenner and like Josh Anderson are two guys I'm really looking forward to watch. Oh, they're go up they're against awesome. the like they're, they're gonna players. abuse the Maple Leafs and the Maple Leafs fans. We know he is like we know Maple Leaf fans are gonna bitch about Boone Jenner and you know well, Josh like, Anderson. Like Canucks fans bitching about Dave Bull. Yeah, horrible. they're gonna bitch about this Brad guy Rashawn, yeah. or or. Not even, but like Marcus Kruger, Kruger yeah. where it's like this, like these guys yeah. are assholes and they're ruining whatever. Like they but should be getting their called. job and they're shutting down the top players. And Maple Leaf fans are gonna whine. Uh, the third reason I'm going with Columbus is Columbus. Obviously, their power play, sixteen point four percent this season, awful. If Columbus wins. They've converted their power play chances. They're not going to get many odd man advantages against. But when they do, yeah. but when you do, you have to convert it. You That's have to true, score. Yeah. You have to put the pressure on the Maple Leafs. And the Maple Leafs are already feeling pressure. Like the Maple Leafs oh, are already feeling insurmountable. Amount of pressure. They're already feel oh, like gosh, there's yeah. no pressure on Columbus. No one's expecting anything of Columbus. Nope. And I and they're pro- there's the same thing last year. No one was expecting anything in Columbus, but really, Toronto, you're technically on your home ice. Yeah. You're technically, you know, supposed to win with all these guys. And I yeah. love Matthews. I love Marner. I, you know, I love those guys. I want those guys to do well because they're fun and they make the league better. They're awesome players. Yeah. But it's... It's going to be... It's yeah. going to be the Blue Jackets for me in five games. Yeah. Give me your pick. It's, like I said, I, I think, no kidding, no, no joke here, I've changed my pick probably three or four times with the series. Uh, I've been going back and forth. I honestly, I still don't know. I'm going with Columbus as well. Just a lot of what Ian said kind of ring, you know, range true. Like, they're a better playoff team. Toronto's got a stupid amount of pressure on them. Columbus got nothing to lose. And you're playing against John Tortorella. And I'm sorry, he's a great coach, no matter who you are. I Continue on, yeah, continue on. Um, and it's... Like it to me, I think Torts and the Blue Jackets will take this in five five games. It's gonna be a tight series. There will be over multiple overtime games, and I think OT winner game five will be scored by Cam Atkinson. Wow, that is a hot take, but I love it. I have Torts. I have Torts as my ninth best coach heading into the playoffs, and Sheldon Keefe at ten. But there is a lot, like even Torts probably should be higher up. He should be. But there is a large gap between Torts and Keefe, and I like Sheldon Keefe too. I think Sheldon Keefe. If you've read about the Sheldon Keefe story and what he's come from from uh, Pembroke Valley, getting up to Toronto, it's a great story. Um, I just don't feel comfortable at all putting any faith in the Leafs. He's your ninth best coach in the East. Yes. I I re- like the East has so many good coaches. That's just a good point. Yeah. Look at like wow. Like there's so many good coaches in the East. I really felt bad putting Torts there because it's not his fault. It's just there's a lot of goddamn lot of good coaches. Other coaches that are better. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. yeah. But yeah, no, I don't. I don't trust putting any faith. Like. I wouldn't, and maybe it'll be different when the series like continues or goes on. If I'm putting, mo- I would not feel comfortable putting money in the Maple Leafs. I would not feel. Com- I would feel more comfortable putting my money 
in the Blue Jackets, and just if it works out, great. If, if it not, doesn't, oh well, like whatever. Yeah, nothing to lose. But with Toronto, it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, so let's recap the East before we head to the West. Head west. All right. So Pittsburgh, I have winning in four games. I had them winning in three. Three games against Montreal. Yeah. Uh, Rangers, Carolina. I think was the only one we di- we differed on. We disagreed on. Yeah. I yeah. have the Rangers in four. The Hurricanes in four for me. I think Slavin. And the defense corps in Carolina will shut down the offensive. Game. I'm hoping the Rangers, you know, play a good all-around game and they get, you know, some goalie comes out of mm. nowhere. I I really hope it's Lundqvist. The people of New York love Lundqvist, King Henrik. Yeah. And I hope he can finally get it. He, not to say that he isn't a Hall of Famer, but a cup would certainly help his... A cup uh, would put him in the Hall of Fame, for sure. For sure. Would, would cement that legacy. Uh, I have the Islanders in five games over Florida. Yep, Islanders in three for me. The Islanders are just too good. They're going to just blow the Panthers out. I, I think, think Florida will make it interesting, because I think Florida has yeah. a bit of a chip on their shoulder from how this season has gone. From, like yeah. I think they thought they were going to be better. Yeah. Obviously, they play in a really tough division. But they do. But I, I have the Islanders in five. It'll be close. And then for the Columbus Maple Leaf series, we both had Columbus in five. We have five. And we're both kind of on the fence. It's very it's gonna be very close. It should be close like there Toronto is the better team. Toronto is on better. paper, yeah. Yeah. Toronto is be- on, like on, like all on, the like yeah. on paper. On paper, yes. But again, when you get to a five game, uh, like a best of five, best of five, when it's gonna be intense and the refs aren't, I'm assuming it's gonna be like playoff refs where they're gonna let a lot of stuff go. Mm-hmm. You, anyways, you should be you should be smart and take the Blue Jackets over the Leafs. Uh, do you want to discuss the round robin beef briefly with Nina each? You have Tampa, Washington, Boston, Philly. Any. I'm really, I'm really like leaning towards the Bruins. I really love what the Bruins like. They have a chip on their shoulder from last year, losing Game Seven on home ice, and they've been the yeah. best team in the league. I don't like. I don't. I'm not saying by a long shot, but they've been the best team in the they've league. They've been this a year. very dominant team. Yes. And they happened for a long time. Um, yeah, I think I think the Bruins number one seed makes sense. I think Philly will be the second seed. I think the, okay. the Lightning will be third, and I think the Capitals will be the fourth seed. Um, I just, yeah, to me, that just kind of, that list kind of makes sense. I think Philly's going to come out really hot. For whatever reason, they're going to continue their success from before the virus kind of took over. Um, they were the hottest team in the league when the, exactly. like, which doesn't mean anything now, unfortunately. It no. should, you would think it wouldn't mean anything now. No, but, but I believe they're, I believe they're still going to dominate and they're going to put on a show. Carter Hart is the guy, obviously, to watch with Philadelphia. I love, I mean, he, I mean, I know you, you, I know, you, you he, love it, Carter Hart, but I'm a huge fan too. I'm so impressed with him and watching him, you know, on TV with the World Juniors and just him he, with Philly. He's arguably the MVP of the Flyers. I think he is. Uh, what, so you have Philadelphia, Washington. Obviously, I like Washington because of T.J. Oshie. Uh, another connection. going to be scary in the playoffs because no one's really there. Everyone's kind of sleeping on the on the Capitals. What's in uh, what I'm what I'm I am interested. With, I'm what I'm interested with Washington is Braden Holpe. Hope he's in a contract year. A lot of people think he's going to be moved elsewhere or he's just going to sign elsewhere. I think he's going to be motivated in a contract year to play his ass off, especially when he's got a young guy in Samsonov who's going to be taking over for him. Um, I'm not, I don't know about why, like where all these standings are going to be. Tampa Bay, again, I don't know with Tampa. Like they haven't really changed a whole lot. 
they lost like compared to last year. I mean, they lost J.T. Miller. Uh, you know, Anthony Sorelli has played a bit more of a, a role for them this year. Sorelli's going to be huge for um, the Lightning. He's going to be huge. Like he's again, he. I think he, uh, I'm not sure if he's your X factor as well, but I think he's my dark horse. Like star we know, point samples are good. If Sorelli can bring the kind of that third line support and bring a really you know really solid checking game again, third line checkers are huge in the playoffs, and I believe like. If he's if he's doing well, Tampa's gonna be hard to beat. Well, Tampa just has to. Unfortunately, Tampa's game not as bad as Toronto, but it's not great for the playoffs. Like Tampa just has to basically play a speed game and outskate everybody so that no one can keep up with them. Unfortunately, which they can do with a lot of teams. Well, unfortunately, in the round robin, you're gonna be playing Boston, who I think Boston's better than Tampa. Yeah, you're going to be playing fun. Washington, which they play so many times. And Washington's beat Tampa a lot. Yeah. Playoff, yeah. Um, Philadelphia, I don't know how that... That's a weird series It's going to be play. tight. It's gonna, the round robin in the East is going to be pretty tight. We don't really know who's going to do what. Um, but it's a gr- again, it's also a great coaching uh Oh, those are four great coaches up there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Anyways, so do you want um, to talk, discuss the West then? Let's do the West. Yeah, let's let's head, head over to the best coast, the West Coast. All um, right. So the first series we'll discuss is the Oilers and the Hawks. Of course. Yeah. Uh, Chicago went two and one this year against Edmonton. Right. Both of the wins were in Chicago. And the Oilers win was in Edmonton. And the Oilers win was in Edmonton. Uh, missing players from this series. Mike Green is yep. not going to be playing in this series. Yeah. Um, which kind of sucks for Edmonton because they acquired him at the deadline and they gave up a decent amount for him to Detroit. Corey Crawford, it were un, like Crawford's the big X factor in this series because he's unfit to play, isn't he? he's deemed unfit to play, so no one really knows what that means and no one's really willing to give out information on what that means. So going we're we're gonna preview this on the assumption that Crawford is playing. Are we? I okay. think I think we should. Okay. Um, otherwise, there's Malcolm. If you want to do it with Subban as well, no. um, Crawford is going to be the start. It's gonna I don't think the, it matters, honestly. I don't think it matters. Yeah. If he starts in goal for the Hawks, I still think the Oilers are going to win in four games. I think that's not accurate at all. I think Crawford, really? if... Here's the thing. A lot of people are buying the Chicago narrative that they were the team that was great a few years ago. Mm-hmm. They... Obviously, have a lot of playoff success, a lot more than Edmonton. Yeah. And if they can put it put it all together, mm-hmm. they can maybe go on a bit of a run here. Um, my MVP for Edmonton this year, I had McJesus as your MVP. As my MVP for not dress that You have Connor fucking McDavid. He's the greatest player in the league right now. Yeah, but who's winning the MVP this year? Well, they'll probably give it to Drysaddle, yeah. but it's McDavid. You're not here's the thing, you're not the Edmonton Oilers you are without McDavid. Dry saddle doesn't ha- like doesn't do as well. Without him. Yes. Yeah, true. Uh my my MV, uh ninety seven points for McDavid this year, thirty four sixty three. Uh my MVP for Chicago this year I have Patrick Kane. Seems right Kane now. Kane's about been the only real stable thing for the Hawks this year. Um Really, really important special teams numbers that I think you have to take into consideration. Edmonton's power play this year was 29.5%. That's first in the NHL. That's first in the NHL. Yep. Chicago's power play this year, 
15.2%. That's awful. That was really bad. Bot- I, I don't know if it was officially the bottom. I'm assuming Detroit's at the bottom of every league stat this year. But Chicago was not very good on uh, power play. Penalty kill is relatively the same. 84% for Edmonton, 82% for Chicago. Um, I think that is... Here's the thing. When you're operating at 30% on the power play, I I, pretty good. I think that's unrealistic, though. Yes, but again, you have to consider I under, that's throughout I, a whole season. I under, or almost a whole season. I understand. That's about, what, four-fifths of the NHL season? Two-thirds? Yeah. Between two-thirds and four-fifths of the NHL season? You have a 30% power play? And I get and I understand who is on Edmonton's power play. I am aware of the players that are on that power play. Stupid power play, yeah. But I think that number is unrealistic. Chicago was twenty eighth in the NHL. God, I can't. I can't. I like to know who. So who are the other three teams who had a worse power play than fifteen percent this year? I don't want to talk about. Actually, no. Can we? Can we please? All, all three of them are bad, and two of yeah. them are. They're both our teams. Yes. Detroit's twenty ninth, Anaheim's thirtieth, and the Senators are thirty first. And how? How? What was Ottawa's this year, anyways? Fourteen point two percent. Okay, so the so basically the worst three, like the worst three teams were within a percent. The four teams were in a percent within one another. Yes. Okay. Um, my dark horse star, though, for the Oilers is... I went back and forth on this one. I went with Yamamoto. You did, yeah. I was really thinking heavily about Ethan Bear because I know how important or significant Edmonton defense is. Yeah. But I went with Yamamoto because he is fun to watch and uh, probably should have been with them last year. But He probably should have. But again, another year of development has helped him a lot. He's, oh, yeah. He's, he's now a he, great piece on that second line. He had 26 points this year, which is not too... Uh, I don't have the games, but he had 26 points. He had 11 goals, 15 assists, so I'm assuming over 50 games. Did he, play, he played about 50 games. 50 games sounds about right with Yamamoto. We'll find out. Um, so Yamamoto I have as my dark horse star. For Chicago, of course, it's my boy Kirby Doc, who I've interviewed and I've met. I really love Doc. Um, Kirby Doc's a beauty. Kirby Doc is wonderful. And I'm not surprised that Doc is having the level of success that he is because when I met him, you just got the impression that the kid's cool, he's collected, he, you know. He's calm. He's he's got this quiet confidence about him. The personality about him. Yeah. Um, Nona Kyler. So people are are like, oh, 26 points. That's not that many. He 27 games. Oh, he played only just 27 games? Basically point per game. Oh, wow. Okay. Um... Uh, so yeah, Yamamoto for Edmonton's my dark horse star for them, and I have Kirby Doc. Although you could also throw in Ethan Bear for Edmonton. Um, Picks who's winning? My pick of winning is Edmonton in four games. Yep, same as me. I'm the uh, exact same as I. I really, I really want to pick Chicago. Yeah. Um, again, because I want to be the guy. And I said it here first. No, no one else has said this. I have been the only one that's been saying this. <laughs> is I want to be the one to start the McDavid isn't clutch, can't play in the postseason narrative when Chicago beats Edmonton. Now, I also have Chicago fans, and I know Chicago fans. And one of my good friends who's a Blackhawks fan, he does not want to win this. Like, he wants this series over as soon as possible. Well, he does not want to win this. He does not want to move on to the, the playoffs. Hawks might get the first overall pick. That's what he wants. He wants that, he more. He wants that more than a yeah. series win. Because yeah. Your buddy might get that. He, he, hopefully. But, and I think that's, well, he, he says 
Um, he says that Chicago fans are just short, short-sighted and they want to go on a bit of a run. That's kind of the impression he's got. But he wants them to get laughed. I think that's the move if you're shooting. Not tank. I don't think you'll see outright tanking. Guys want to win. No. Because, if, they're, if they're given the opportunity to make playoffs, they'll make playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll try to release. Yeah. So I have Edmonton in four games. Hold on. You got four games? Next series. Another... Uh... This is kind of like the Islanders Panthers. You don't, series. you don't have any follow up on why Edmonton's going to win in four games. You don't. You, you just. I, I have. There's two guys: McDavid, Drysdale, and I think they're better than Kane and Taves at this point in Kane and Taves' career. I think it's it's going to come down to who scores more, and I think the Oilers will score a lot more than the Hawks. I do have a few concerns. Mike Smith, I hope does well because I'm a Mike Smith guy. I like watching Mike Smith. I'm I'm sure he'll be all right. The defense concerns me. A little bit in Edmonton, and that's always kind of been there. They're all they will always have a questionable defense so long yeah, as McDavid is on that you're, team. You're right, but again, so do the Hawks. Hawk? Oh God, yeah, yeah, no, the Hawks. Right. Like, so, like to me, this is like who's going to be better offensively. And I think I, the, I think the Oilers will be. I still can't believe they traded Yoki Haro to uh, Buffalo for Alex Nylander. That trade still baffles me. Um, okay. It's a bit of a sidebar, but anyways, uh, Nashville, Arizona. Another boring series. It's kind of like the uh, I, Islanders. This is the series. this is a series that I think no one's gonna be talking about, but I'm gonna be interested because this is all day hockey. Like this, these all these games start at like eleven in the morning, <laughs> and I'm gonna be the one who's gonna be watching this. And I'm you like, watching I, the gym, yeah. And it's like, hey, yeah. is anybody watching this Nashville, Arizona? It's like Ian, no. No. Go watch baseball. Go watch, like don't <laughs> tell me about this Nashville Arizona series. Yeah. Uh, season series split. Each team won a game. They played just twice. Uh, my MVP for Nashville this year. I had Roman Yossi. I know you're a big Roman Yossi guy. Dude, he's a mad rocker. Uh, Arizona. Nice. Uh, my MVP for Arizona this year was Darcy Kemper. You know, Kemper was really impressive this year. Actually, yeah. this is his best and best year in the NHL by far. Oh, easily. People have been talking about having him as the third goalie on Team Canada at the Olympics. Um, have they? They are have. They have are, actually. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you just? Yes. You, I'm, no, I'm deterred. Are, are Are you just starting that nope, rumor I'm right not, now? I'm not starting that. Scott Conkin starting rumors. We all no. know it's going to be Carter Hart. Um. Oh, all right. Uh, it will be Carter Hart. Anyways, special, it should be Carter Hart. Special teams, nothing really significant. Arizona had 19% on the power play this year. Nashville, 17. Arizona had an 82% penalty kill this year. Nashville, 76. Everyone's kind of middle of the road. The Predators, 17. It's all relative. There's so much parity. Yeah. Uh, my dark horse star for Nashville this year is Rocco Grimaldi. Okay. Uh, he had 31 points this year for Nashville. Uh, Jacob Chikrin is my uh, is, is my dark uh, dark horse star for Arizona this year at, at D. Um, there's he, this is gonna be this series to me is gonna kind of it's kind of similar to that Pat the Hurricanes and Rangers series. Uh, will the the Coyotes score or will the or the uh, Predators shut them down? I think the Preds will lock them down. Here's the I thing. So. Here's the thing is that Arizona picked up Bill Kessel in the offseason. Yes. And Kessel has not been that great being he he was kind of the not that he was horrible, but he was kind of given this role again of being a top you know being kind of like he was in, in uh, Toronto, Toronto. Yeah. yeah. And hasn't really worked out. Not that he, he hasn't been horrible, it just hasn't quite worked out like well, they thought it now would. Now they have Taylor Hall. But now they have Taylor Hall and Taylor Hall 
didn't really do a whole lot to reinvigorate the Coyotes. They kind of been the same middling, you know, going along, you know, yeah, trudging, average, average team, trudging, yeah. you know, trudging along the road. Um, they need strong performances from if they can get mm-hmm. a you know a normal Phil Kessel and a normal Taylor Hall. Yeah, though I think they, they'll win, but they, I don't think they're gonna win. I I got Arizona in five. I have the Preds in five, and I think but, that's just because um, the Predators are going to come out, and they're, you know, again, the Predators are rock solid defensively, and I think that's going to be huge. Renee's their backbone, or it's going to, Renee or, whoever it is, Renee or Saros, they're both great goalies. Like, that's kind of the big X mark, X factor in this series. Is, 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 goal, is goaltending on both teams? Yeah. It's goaltending on, because obviously, like, Darcy Kemper has had a good. He hasn't even been a starter for sixty games, but say 40, 45 games. Kemper's half the season. Yeah. He's, he's had a good he's had a good half season of starts. The rest of his career has kind of been yeah. I would think I, I'm gonna guess. My guess is that Nashville goes with Saros instead of Rene. That's my guess. Yeah. But there's no there's nothing to say that either one of those guys have inspired any confidence in you. To start a playoff game, I'd rather have Rene than Kemper. I would too, but again, Rene—it's not like Rene has the experience, but it's not like Rene has showed the stats that like. Right. Um. I. I my pick with Arizona just is is believe on the fact that Kemper is going to be better than Saros or Rene. Yeah. And maybe even Ranta. And you know they might even you know we, there's a good chance we might see all four goalies in this series. In the series, yeah, it's possible. Even in a short, it's gonna be, it's gonna be five game series. It's gonna be a five game series, and it's also you know lying on the fact that Hall and Kessel can show up. Yeah, if they good. don't show up, Preds win. Preds, Easy. Preds, yeah, Easy. but Easy. they they just need the Kessel and Hall that they got, yeah. and they should be good. They should be good. Vancouver, Minnesota. Vancouver, Minnesota. Um, season series. Minnesota two and one against Vancouver. One okay. win in overtime. Okay. Uh, my MVP for Vancouver this year has been Jakob Markstrom, even though I'm not the biggest Markstrom guy. But I think any Vancouver fan would tell you that Markstrom's been the MVP of this team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Twenty three, sixteen, and four, two seventy five GAA. Fact, actually, I saw Jacob Markstrom today. Oh, is yeah. he? Uh, yeah, he was on on, he, on the links. He's hitting the links, is he? Hitting the links. Yeah. How is he looking? He looks great. Hitting, like in general, balls. or just you know, hockey hockey wise. Both. Okay. Both. Yeah. yeah. He's pretty tall, isn't he? He's six foot six, I think. Yeah. He's a big guy. Um, he hits the golf ball a ton. So. Where is he? Uh, you think he's a good driver then? He's, he hits the ball. Yeah. I didn't see him hit a driver, but he hit his like oh. down down the first hole, so... Oh, okay. Yeah, he's, right. he's a good player. Seems right. like he's pretty good. He knows what he's doing, so... All right. Uh, 918 save percentage for uh, Jacob Markstrom. He had a great year. He, he had a breakout, breakout year in Vancouver. This, is, this was the year that he kind of... Like, again, contract year for him. He kind of needed to prove himself. Yeah. Um, my MVP for Minnesota is Ryan Suter. Okay. 48 points. He had 40 assists. Quietly. I had no idea. Yeah. That's pretty good. So, 40 assists for him. Um, not a lot of... Significant special teams. Vancouver had twenty four percent power play. That's pretty significant. Uh, Minnesota twenty one percent. Okay. So they both had de- both middle of the road. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
80% PK for Vancouver, yep. 77% for Minnesota. Okay. Vancouver, I think Vancouver is a better team, honestly. I just Oh god, Vancouver like the better play like Vancouver's So who do we say the best players are in Minnesota? Suter? Suter, Parise. I wouldn't even say Parise. So player. let's let's say it's Suter cuz I have him as my MVP. I would say Bezer, Besser, Pedersen, Pedersen, Hughes, Hughes uh, JT Miller. Yeah. At least those four guys are better than Minnesota's best player, and you could, you know you could say Toffoli, you could say Horvat Horvat actually Horvat. Yeah, so so five guys Markstrom probably so there's six. I'm yeah. just stroking Vancouver's ego this, right is now. Is this Vancouver series to lose? Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. It is. Mm-hmm. And you know, Canucks fans are gonna be like that. It's true. This, like it is true. This, it's, Vancouver should win the series. There should be no doubts in anyone's mind. I think you're picking Vancouver. Can I just say before I make my pick, this is very similar to the Toronto-Columbus series, where that Vancouver comes in with all the pressure. Right. There's no pressure. I think it's different, though, because people don't know Toronto's going to win the series. I think people, I think people know Vancouver's going to win. I think they will. People don't know Toronto's going to win the series. I don't think it's as automatic as you think it is. Well, that's that's, this you. Is, that's th- you. I think it this is. is well, no, I think this is pretty sad in the stomach. I think so. I, I think Vancouver. Here's the thing. I have Vancouver winning in four. I think so, Vancouver. So I have the exact same. I, Vancouver should. Uh, yeah. Basically, every everything. Vancouver best player in this series, at least. Yeah, yeah. They have the best players in this series. Yes, easily. More best three players for sure. More depth. Yep. Better goaltending. Yep. Better coach, yes. Boom. Like you, they have, like all nothing, the check marks are for Vancouver. Right. The only thing I, think I could say maybe is that Minnesota has a better defense corps. Maybe, maybe. Maybe. Sooner Dumba, like it's it's a Spurgeon there. It's a good looking decorps. But again, Vancouver's offense is too good, and they're too deep, and they're gonna wear wear Suter and Dumba I, and Spurgeon. I just hear the thing. I I don't think it's. It, it, there's a lot of pressure. A lot of these ca- kids are playing their first playoff game. You have Bezer who's playing his first pick. Horvat. I, Can I bring a hot take here? Bring a hot take here. Pedersen's going to go off. He's going to go absolutely go off. He's not a big guy. He's not heavily physical, but he is going to pop off in these playoffs. Um, hot my hot take in this series is that Jake for Tannen pops off. He's yeah, my dark. Here's my here's the thing. Lot, I've yeah. talked myself into Vertanen because I think Shotgun Jake goes in the playoff Jake, and Vertanen like just goes on a roll where they he score like he gets a point per game in these playoffs. RFA contract year. He's got to play like he's had a yeah. career year this year. Big he's physical guy. He, he again. He, this uh, is a, he, he would have sco- he had eighteen goals, eighteen assists this year, thirty six points. He probably would have hit yeah. twenty goals had we had a regular season. I think this is why Canuck, the Canucks drafted him. They, they didn't draft him to be a regular season player. They drafted him to be a physical, physically dominant playoff player. So with that, Vancouver will then way overpay for Vertan in like five mil a year. That's a sidebar. That's no, no. I think that's what, I think that's what's gonna happen. That's what this like. This you think he put on our show in the playoffs? He will. Then... Jake Vertanen. Wow. Right. Here's the thing. Canucks fans are gonna go wild for Jake Vertanen. They're gonna be like, we need to re-sign this guy. We need <laughs> this guy on our team for our future playoff runs." And they and can make it. Pin. And to overpay him. Uh, my dark horse star for Minnesota is Alex 
uh, Staylock. Who's gonna start? Probably. No, I would think. I would think he's gonna start. As much as I want do I like Dubik. I think he's you know a good goalie. Yeah, a good goal, yeah. But uh, Staylock, yeah. So we both pick Vancouver in four. I have Vancouver in four. They did. They, they. They're also not quite a like a playoff style team. I just don't think Minnesota is like gonna give them enough competition. No. Um. And I'm not even like Vancouver. Just better team. Better team should skate around them. It's not automatic, but I would say it's pretty like. Yeah. Well, to all the Canucks fans, I think it's automatic. So Vancouver. I think we both say Vancouver wins in four. Ian thinks it's not resounding. I think it's resounding. Um, Pedersen's gonna put on a show. Same with Vertanen. Missing players also in this series, uh, Sven Berchi. Don't not. I don't think it'll make that much of an impact for them. He but was in their minors anyways. He was in their minors anyways, but just thought I'd throw that in there as a, another yeah. note. Yeah. Um, what Calgary? All-Canadian matchup. All-Canadian matchup. They only played once this year, which was which is really tough. This is probably the hardest series for me to predict. Yeah. Um, they only played once, Winnipeg won in Calgary, even though I think it was a 2-1 overtime win. Um... My MV- it's going to be close. My MVP for Calgary this year is Kachuk. You see that between the leg goal? That's pretty nuts. Kachuk's pretty fucking good. Big Kachuk guy here. I'm not even a Calgary guy. I picked a flame. Like, I rooted for the Flames last year in the playoffs, and they fucked me hard on that. Yeah. Uh, but I'm a big, big, I'm a ba- big Kachuk guy. Okay. So I, I'm... Kachuk, bro- no, I'm not a Calgary guy, but I'm a Kachuk guy. Okay. Um, my MVP for Winnipeg this year, I had Hellebuck. Yep. He, he's up for Vesna, isn't he? He should be. I he, don't know that he actually. is, but he might not be. He might be. I don't know. Uh, special teams, 21% power play for Calgary. They also had an 82% PK. Winnipeg's power play was 20%. PK was 77%. Okay. Um, my big thing... I don't know how you feel about this series. My big thing for... Winnipeg is Keith and I discussed this on our 2011 redraft, where or 2012 redraft, I think it was with Yakupov. 2012, where I think what are you showing me here? Uh, Vasilevsky, Hellebuck, and Rask. Okay, for the uh, for the business. Yeah. Uh, thank you, I appreciate that. Um, Winnipeg, I think Winnipeg should win this series. Yeah, I agree. I'm the same way. Winnipeg should win it. However, the, thing, the thing that we've taught, Keith and I have discussed on previous pods is that they're just not consistent. Like, they're fun yeah. to watch because they are so inconsistent. You don't know what you're going to get. You have yeah. no idea what you're getting. Yeah, you have you can either have a great heli performance and a great line A performance or an awful line A performance or an awful heli performance, and you just have no idea. Um, yeah. not to, Again, I'm not a big Jets guy. I'm not a big Flames guy. Um... I think Winnipeg overall is the better team. Also, respect to the Jacob Chuba trade. That was not an easy trade to make, and yeah, that's, yeah. Neil Pionk has been good for them. He's my dark horse star, even though I don't know if he's really... Chuba wasn't a good fit in Winnipeg. He didn't like Winnipeg. He didn't like Winnipeg. He didn't I, think, like Winnipeg. I think Pionk's way better in Winnipeg, and Chuba, I mean, he seems to be doing well in New York, but again, I think for Winnipeg's case, Pionk's been good. And I think just the... <laughs> This whole this series is going to come down to which of the stars is better. Is it going to be Goudreau or Shifley? Who's going to be better? If Goudreau is better, this to me is a toss-up. I think Winnipeg wins in five. I think Shifley will be better than Goudreau. If Goudreau 
like people have been talking, people think like Gaudreau is looking really good in camp. If he, if he's gonna be, you know, dynamic and he's gonna be, you know, just be if he's gonna put on a show, the Flames win it, again. Like I said, this is a, this is gonna be a close series, kind of the same as the Columbus Toronto one, kind of a bit of a toss up. I have Winnipeg in five, but if Gaudreau puts on a show, you never know. I. I'm I, I I almost wanted to pick Calgary because I could chuck, um, but I picked Winnipeg in five. Uh, part of what I loved with Calgary last year, watch because I watched every one of their games last year because I was you know rooting for the Flames. Right. The the you know Mangapiani, Hathaway. Yeah. Some of their, that, that, depth guys that de- those yeah. those depth guys were at least like at least energizer bunnies. Oh yeah. Like Calgary just could not score to save their lives against in the playoffs? Colorado. They they ran into a hot team. The yeah, were they, hot they ran into, the into a hot team, but at least those guys and yeah. Hathaway. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is playing with the Capitals. He is. Mm, yes, he is now. Yeah. He is now, but. Um, like though, like Calgary had, and maybe Sam Bennett's maybe on that fourth line as well now. He but, is now, yeah. But those were the really you know fun yeah, to capital. watch and huh? Capital, yeah. Uh, energy, you know, energizer bunny like type of like f- shifts that fuel you that motivate the other guys on the team and like right. hey those guys are working their ass off I yeah. gotta work my ass right. off and that's what I like with Manga Piana he's my dark horse star for Calgary, um, but I'm taking Winnipeg in five. Same with me. I think, yeah, no arguments there. The the keys for success, Calgary just has to score. They didn't score last year. They have to score this year if they want to move on. And I think Howie Buck's going to put a stop to that. I think he, well, he's, he's up for Vesna. He's had a great season. I think he's going to continue it here post-COVID-19, and he's gonna it's going to help the Jets, with the, the Jets win in five games. Well, that's the thing about Winnipeg is that if they are going to win, they need to have the consistent, the good Helly Buck and Line A there. Line A too, it's a big key. Line A, X-factor. Line A, as line. much as I like Line A, it's like, I know this guy's hot and cold. Like, Line yeah. A's not always there. True. If you don't get the good Line A, it never yeah. works out. Uh, missing player, Travis Hamnick for the Calgary Flames. He will not be participating. I think he was the first one to opt out, too. I think but, he was, yeah. But Hamnick's not not playing uh, uh, with his family. Yeah. So... We also got the round robin here. You have St. Louis, who had .662 points, so 66-point percentage. Uh, Colorado, number two, 65-point percentage. Five point, what is it? Five hundredths of a point separate Colorado and St. Louis. Yeah, it's close. Uh, Vegas at 606 points percentage, and Dallas at 594 points percentage. I think we know with these this, this round robin, I think we know who's one and two. It's called St. Louis, Colorado. Yeah, I think I should want to. There's no doubt about yes. it. Yes, St. Louis. I think to me, I you know I, I've said the Islanders are going to win the cup, but again, I wouldn't be surprised if we see St. Louis, Washington in the Stanley Cup final. I would not. Be I shocked. think that would be a good matchup. I think I'd be a great matchup. I would not be shocked at all if I saw that. So, I'm I'm I, I'm with you, St. Louis, Colorado. Uh, I think they have the best players. I think they have the goal. Grubauer. I'm interested to see how well Grubauer does for Colorado. Um, St. Louis. This team's pretty similar to last year. I don't think there's anything like they didn't lose many. They added. They added Justin Falk. That's true. Which has been again. He hasn't been. Hasn't really been noticeable. But again, I think in the playoffs he'll be impressive. He. Yeah. Um, 
But it's, what is it? It's a. It's actually a good Blues team because there's no. They're, they're, they don't. They don't feel like a selfish team. There's they, no holes. There's, there's no. There's no holes. There's no the holes. Team. They don't feel selfish. Yeah, there are they're, no they're, weak but there's, players. But there's still a chip on their shoulder. It feels like they like these guys still feel motivated to go out and go oh, yeah. and repeat, which is rare. So, you don't see that very often. Something you appreciate. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Um, with Vegas, I, I fun fact. I'll show you. I'll show you this. Uh, the people won't be able to see it. But I did some uh, stat checking, and I went through advan- NHL advanced stats, which I don't know, and I don't understand any of the advanced stats. I don't know any of the analytics that come with NHL stats. So let me try and explain this to you. Okay. After you finish reading, because this yeah, involves it, yeah. this involves the Vegas Golden Knights. Yeah. So the Vegas Golden Knights were. The second worst team okay. in AX Diff. Which stands for? Actual goal differential minus expected goal differential. Okay. So the Vegas Golden Knights right. had a negative 41 Axe Diff. So you're saying their expected goal differential was higher? Yes, than what their actual. The actual minus the expected. Their expected was higher. Oh, I see. Okay, got it. Yeah, I got it. Got it. So the yeah. only team that was worse than Vegas was Detroit. But, so, but well, basically that just means that Vegas didn't play as well as they expected. did not convert their chances. That's as what well as expected. As well as expected. Their chances or their their chances, their scoring chances, goal differential. So they had a, an expe- like the expected. Okay. This is obviously great listening for the listeners who are listening to this. Yeah, right. Um, Vegas scoring, they did not convert their scoring chances like they should. The expected okay. did not match the, e- the, the actual. The actual, okay, yeah, that makes sense, yeah. San Jose was 11 points better than Vegas at negative 29. Vegas was, mi- Vegas was closer to Detroit than they were San Jose, which okay. during the regular season, which was not great. But um, what's Vegas first in? Vegas is first in scoring chances in teams' favor. Scoring chances that go their way throughout the season. So this season... So basically scoring chances they capitalize on. No, well, this is just overall scoring chances. Okay. Like, in a, in a, in a game, in, a, in an NHL game, yes. the advanced stats of SCF, not Stanley Cup Final, SCF scoring chances in teams' favor, like, on average in a game. Yep. 56.7%. That's high. And their act and their axe diff, their actual goal differential minus the expected was negative forty one. But they had the most scoring, like highest scoring chance percentage, right? Of any t- in their favor of any team in the league. Wow. That tells me they did so not. Is that is that so? Fifty six percent of their shots taken were scoring. Fifty percent, fifty six percent of the scoring chances, and, and I don't know what what qualifies as a scoring chance. You have to. But I think it's any shot in the in the uh, home plate. If oh, that see. stupid home plate graphic that TSN shows at the juniors think every that's year. One thing. Oh. And Jeff O'Neill considered o- a, a dangerous shot where a goalie has to make a save. And Jeff O'Neill is just like, "Why are we showing this? This is baseball. We play hockey." Um, but w- really, <laughs> so what? What this tells me is that Vegas just as good as they were, still couldn't convert all the chance. Like there's still room to get better with Vegas. They still have room to improve. They have room to improve. So you think they're the dark horse here? They're a bit of a they're dark... They're going to be scary in the playoffs. 
I don't like the coaching change. I don't like right. the I don't like changing Gallant for Peter DeBoer. Yeah, I, I always question that. I, I always question I, why that happened. From what I you know, I, I've heard it was ownership, I've heard it was upper management. Um yeah, Winnipeg, uh, Winnipeg also, by the way, was 29th in the league in scoring chances in their favor at 46.1. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, Detroit also worse in the league at 40, less than 45%, 44.9. Vegas has room to improve. I'm not saying they're going to be better than St. Louis, Colorado. Watch out for Vegas. Watch out for Vegas. Watch out for Vegas. If Flurry gets hot, if the offense can get hot, Pacioretty, yeah. if... You know, Mark Stone, if those guys can get going, watch out for Vegas. Watch out for Vegas. So, yeah. picks for Ron Robin. St. Louis, Colorado. I have, I have St. Louis, Colorado, and I'm going to say Vegas, Dallas. So, it was the same order as they were. My, at the yeah. beginning of the year, I had Dallas playing the Islanders and the Stanley Cup. You still might da- get that. I still might get that. Dallas, I, I don't feel confident in Dallas. They rely. The year? You never know. They rely too much. Here's the thing. With Dallas, I did my notes on Dallas. Yeah. My notes on Dallas look like... Shit, probably. But <laughs> I have my MVP for the Dallas Stars this year is uh, no Ben Bishop. Yeah, yeah, because they relied way too much on Bishop this year. Anything they they relied way too much. Like he, he, as good as a goalie as Bishop is, he had a nine twenty save percentage. Pretty good. He's up for. But they, but his record was twenty one sixteen and four. 21-16-4, and he had a, a nine twenty save percentage, two and a half goals against. Okay. And he still, excuse me, he still lost 20 games this year in overtime and regulation. Wow. A lot of shots against him, probably. Probably. Um, again, Dallas, like, Jamie Benn needs to get hot. Benn and Sagan need to do better. They need to play better. Do you know how many goals Jamie Benn has in his last 13 playoff games? Not enough. Two? Zero? It's like le- less than three. Less I can't remember three. what it was, but it was like, I want to say one goal, but it was probably like three. I, I want to say it was three. Yeah. And I love Jamie Ben. Like, I've been a Ben, a, I've been pro Ben. BC boy. BC boy, Kelowna Rocket from Vic. They also probably don't shouldn't play St. Louis at all in the round robin playoff, considering how well their success against the Blues has been in the playoffs. Not good. Very little. Very little, yeah. Um, but. Yeah, Dallas, Dallas, I don't feel... Even though I picked them at the beginning of the year, I don't feel confident now Yeah. in the stars. I, I would feel way more confident in St. Louis, Colorado, and Vegas. So would I. And I think that's why the stars will be the fourth, and they'll, they'll probably see Edmonton in the first round, which they'll hot take. So, that's another pod, though. We'll do that coming that's up That's another here. pod later, but yeah. Well, uh, I think the others will beat the stars in... Games, but so, so, so but basically our matchups we have St. Louis oh my god so you have St. Louis would play who is the worst team we picked Winnipeg yes yeah, actually I, I, have Winnipeg. Sa- I have St. Louis playing uh, Arizona you do I have St. Louis and Arizona okay. I have um, yeah I I have, this I, one I think predicting who's going to play who in the first round is going to be very tricky especially because the seeding in the round robin as well as the playing games is going to change. So I think maybe best we save that for a future podcast. Well, anyways, I got St. Louis and Arizona. Yep. I got Colorado playing uh, Winnipeg. Yep. I have Vegas playing 
Van, I guess. Vancouver, yeah. And I got Dallas Edmonton. There you go. Boom. Boom. That's how we do it in the... Uh, in a Undisclosed location. It's called Undisclosed. Yes. Um, it's on Mamquam Road. It's uh, just past the turnoff to go up Garibaldi Way. That is, is that Garibaldi Way? No, that's Highlands. Highlands Way, yeah, north. South, yeah. yeah. I don't know what I, I It's right that. across from uh, Squamish Valley Golf Course in its undisclosed location on Mamquam Road. You had to tell us, really? Have you not seen that Top Gear gag where, like, they, like, say, like, you know, they're working, like, some, you know, nu- you know undisclosed nuclear bunker that's, like, on the A24 out of Newcastle, even <laughs> though that's, like, not right, but, you know, something yeah. along those lines. Um, well, so what's your what's your final, I don't know, hot take or, like, just hot take away from this? Takeaway, or what should people expect coming up with two weeks coming into the playoffs? I'm expect honestly, like, I'm expecting a lot of fun. It's, like, we have hockey's back. We have a virus, and we have hockey. And I think... I just want to, you know, take, you know, take a minute to just, you know, like, come like, just to recognize and like, kind of mention the NHL and how well they've done with the whole creating the bubble, creating the uh, return to play protocol. I think it's been it's been fantastic, and honestly, I, you know, big I'm a big hockey guy, and I'm very excited to see hockey live again. There won't be any fans. It's gonna look different, but. We're gonna get some good action, some great, some great series coming up, and we just talked about eight of them, and then we're gonna have a whole another set of series which are gonna be great as well, featuring you know even better teams. Like it's it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch. So I don't mean to uh, burst your bubble, haha, but um, that's gonna be a really shitty joke when Craig Simpson uses that during some fucking game, and it's, what? he's like, I don't mean to burst your bubble, Jim, but uh, you know. John Tavares is not looking great out there. And it's just like, oh, fuck me. But um, also, the arena in Edmonton flooded. It did, it, but it's not structural, which is good. No, but I think that's also a bit of a sign from God that the NHL should not be playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I think my... I don't, I don't know what my overall... Like, I have a bunch of takeaways from this. I think... I hate to be that guy, like... Because obviously I could talk about the Rangers series. The, Cal- the Calgary-Winnipeg series will be good. They're um, all going to be good. Yeah. You don't think the Islanders-Panthers will yeah, be good? Yeah, it'll be some tough watching, I think, for okay. some games. I it's better look, than nothing, though. I, I'm going to say it before Keith does. Look out for the Columbus Blue Jackets <laughs> in this... And we finally come full circle now, where I'm saying, "Look, I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm, at, you and I are actually predicting Columbus. We both picked Columbus. We yeah. both picked Columbus, and we're saying, watch out for the Jackets. I wouldn't say I'm saying that. I think there's, I'm saying there's another team that watch out for. But I'm gonna say, say watch out for the like because the Jackets should beat the Leafs. I think so. The Leafs are the better team, but if this is playoff hockey, this is a bad matchup for the Leafs. That it, it's just not. Things yeah. are set up to fail for Toronto. I think. Yeah. I think things are not, are not set up well for Toronto whatsoever. Yeah. Um, that's the pod for today. Thank you very much, Scott. Um, again, everybody, it's a pandemic. Please wash your hands. Uh, stay socially distant where possible. Wear a mask if you're in Florida or anywhere south of the 49th parallel. Yeah. Um, we have hockey, finally. We have hockey. We got other sports, too. Baseball is coming back. No one really gives a shit basketball. about that. We'll do some basketball pods coming up Soccer's as well. Soccer's 
kind of getting back into full swing, MLS. I, I think we'll do maybe a Champions League pod with Matthew Mosquito, yeah, friend of the pod, when we... Uh, get the boys on the pod. Yeah, it'll be a blast. 100%. Uh, maybe we'll do some live streams as well, and we can watch some games, even though I don't have a rooting. So maybe we'll discuss this another time. I also got to pick a bandwagon team. Uh, let us know who you think we should bandwagon for. Yeah. Should we make that pick once we have the first round series, or should we make that pick? What do you mean? Like, like who we're going to bandwagon band- pick once the... I think we should decide in the next two weeks who our bandwagon team is going to be. Okay. I think before August 1st, you have to decide who your bandwagon, your team, bandwagon is. team is. Okay. And I'm not going to pick Calgary because I bandwagoned from them last year, and that was a disaster. So Cal- I don't want any I don't want any Flames fans in my DMs yelling at me. But that's the pod. Thank you for listening. Hockey's back. Well, more pods coming up, more live streams. Thanks again for listening, and, uh, and peace out.